Welcome to the Pharos Fit Podcast, where we help you to explore your capacity to move better, push further, and achieve your limitless potential through fitness, nutrition, recovery, and lifestyle. And I, I kind of see this podcast as like, you remember at the end, uh, Brandon, you remember this, Emily, you've never seen any films, so you won't, you won't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you remember when, the, um, when Superman finished, like the last of the Christopher Reeves finished, mm-hmm. and then Superman Returns came out and like, the, the 2000s with Brandon Ralph and it was like Superman had been like in space no one knew what he was doing and then suddenly he was back that's kind of how I feel about this podcast are you just telling everyone <laughs> that if you feel like Superman and that you are returned kind of. that you've I've gone come back to Earth and that you've <laughs> been traveling around the ether and now you have come down back to it, Earth. That's what it's going to look like on the podcast app. It's just like, whoa, there's a new Ferris with podcast I subscribe cool. to. Here it is. They're back from space. Back I, from I've, space. I've, I've been around the galaxy exploring things and I didn't really like what I saw. So you're back. I'm <laughs> back. <laughs> but we all went to Montana too, but just but not we at the same time. We all go to Montana, which is awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, totally awesome. I get the whole Joe Rogan elk meat thing now. Yeah, right. Reading that almost every day. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. I had this elk meatloaf in Montana. Elk, elk meatloaf, and that bison tomahawk. Mm-hmm. It's two of the best things I've ever eaten. Like, just incredible. Mm-hmm. Just every mouthful was a delight. It's delicious. It's not enough of it. Not, we need more. It. God damn it. Um, so let's talk a little bit. Uh, let's kind of start this off with where we we're at. Where we're at right now. Obviously, we're in Los Angeles. We're still in technical lockdown we can only operate outside um we've been fortunate in many ways um we have a great community that's that stood with us we have the space outside to have been able to offer outdoor classes outdoor open gym and of course we have our virtual studio which is our online platform uh and we have great communities on both um so we've been able to make some money uh, and survive a very difficult situation. Uh, I, I say we're lucky because I know many gyms have not been able to, you know, been able to do that. Just, just do not physically have the space, um, which is, you know, been been very, very difficult for for a lot of businesses. Um, small businesses in general in Los Angeles are all all struggling to to kind of make ends meet. <laughs> Again, we're we're hoping this this nightmare ends soon. Well, let's we're, talk about that for a second because I feel I don't know if you oh, feel Come this on. way. What? No, no, I want you to let me feel. What do you well, feel? I I just I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like every month or every week you're like, oh, I hope this ends soon, and I feel like the one thing I have learned in 2020 is that it might not end. And so what does it look like anyway? Like, you know, it's like we're not planning for when it ends. Like we like I feel like at the beginning of this, we were like, oh, this is what we're doing to make to make ends meet. And then until we can get back to normal. And then at some point there's this realization of being like, well, that's never happening and this may never end. And so we literally need to. I mean, it's, it's not a question of like, when is this? Thing that's happening right now ending it's, it's a question of how are we moving forward and you know under under the 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 conditions or the, the the virus or whatever you know how do we continue to grow as a business with all this on board now so it's, it's no longer a case of like stopping outside and moving inside and everything going back to the way it was 
it's like how do we move forward in the new world yeah. kind of thing right and it's combining everything that we've learned everything that we've been doing uh, putting it all together and, and trying to trying to build uh trying to build a product and a service that has value uh, has meaning and has has the potential for growth you know in, in 2021 mm -hmm. um And I think everything, everything that we've done, I mean, it's always that thing of like fucking shit happens. You learn from it and everything you learn has benefit in the future um, and has value in the future. So as, as, as much as a giant kick in the balls, this whole thing's been, I think us as a business, like me and you and, you know, everyone that's been involved and all of our coaches and everyone that's helped has learned a lot from it. And I think there's a lot that we can, that we can carry into the future What would you say are like, if, if you had to write an essay of like, <laughs> what did you learn through quarantine? Or, you know, like when you go back to school and you're like, oh, what did you do this summer? It's like, what did you learn about your business in quarantine? Like, what has the last six months made you realize about your well, business? Well, the, the, fir the first thing is that we have, we have a great, a great team. We have a great team. Like I've been, our, our coaching staff and our, and our management staff, our, our front desk, our cleaning staff, everybody from top to top, top to bottom in this organization has been stellar. Um, and we've been able to pivot a lot and call upon people and rely upon people. And, you know, we've been, you know, I'm not going to say very successful because in this, in this, <laughs> I was just telling Nobody's Brandon. Brandon's successful. like, "How's it going?" I'm like, "If I'm being honest, on paper, we just had our worst month yet. Like, if we if we're talking, if we're being really transparent here, and it's not just like, oh, positive and let's pivot and blah blah blah. It's like we're not doing well on paper, right? And so, how do you how do you like define success when you're there's no re there's no way that you're going to do well on paper? Like right now, we are just surviving, so it's like how do you create measures that aren't just about do, you know dollars and cents because right, right now it's like well are you still in existence and is there a way forward I success. Think right now that's success success like, absolutely you, yeah yeah and and mentally are you well enough to keep doing this and i think a lot of people right now are mentally not well enough to keep doing what they're doing and it's a huge issue i think people are just burnt out they're, they're depressed they're fed up They can't see a way out, and it's 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 bad. It's yeah. bad, um, but I don't. We don't feel that way. Um, I think luckily. there are times that we have felt that way. I think that just the testament of us doing this podcast now, if we're you know, is like we were in the vortex of let's figure this out. Let's you know work through all this stuff. You know, I know there have been many times over the past six months that I have felt very like lonely, isolated. Maybe I didn't want to do this anymore. What is it that we're actually working towards? And like those inner struggles lead us to sit here today to be like, oh wow, I leaned on my community. They wouldn't let us fail. We have we still have a job to do every day. We still have people to serve. We still have people that are looking for us to be a light in their day and a guide for their potential, you know? Right. I mean, I will say that there's, there's obviously days and moments where I've been pissed off and, you know, I don't know what the word is, maybe depressed, but it never, there hasn't been a single point where I haven't said to myself, I want to build the best gym in Los Angeles. I want to build the best gym in Los Angeles. And that's the thing I keep saying back to myself. When I wake up in the morning, what do I want? I want to build the best gym in Los Angeles. And then what do I want? Then I want to build the same like diverse, capable and healthy communities throughout America. And if I'm going to do that, 
then we will get through this and we will do the next one and then we'll do the next one and we'll call upon our team and we'll call upon our coaches and we'll call upon everyone and everything that has proved itself useful during this time. We will carry that forward and we'll, we'll keep building and keep building and keep building. Yeah, and um, I know you said like you're, you, the thing that you kept was I want to build the best gym in Los Angeles and focusing on like, okay, let's, let's keep this, the four walls and the, uh, like the community that we have and keeps us going. Let's keep serving them. And then now, especially with this is it re you, you start to realize that you are beyond four walls. Like what we stand for as Pharos and the thing that we're trying to do lives beyond four walls of a gym. It lives beyond a, you know, really intelligent program. It lives beyond the coolest equipment in the world. It lives beyond all of those things. And, right. well, uh, Here's the thing for me on, on a more personal level, and you haven't struggled with this as much as me, but I've always struggled with making that transition for someone who works in the business, someone who works on the business. And I've always in my head, like, I've got to be there. I've got to be there. I've got to be there. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Like, I have to do this. I have to do that. And then during this 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 pandemic, because it just hasn't been possible for, for me to be everywhere and me to do everything, it's like, oh, fuck. I have great people that like they, they can do this. They don't need me to, to be there. Like in the beginning, when we transitioned to, to outside, it's like, well, I have to be there to set up. And then in the evening, I have to be there to put everything away. And then after, after a while, Emmy's like, we have good people. People can do this. We can employ people to do this. Why, do you, why are you doing this to yourself? And I'm like, well, I have to be there because that's what I do. Well, <laughs> and then and it's it like at a certain point, to- it's like, it, you may think that about yourself, but at a certain point, what you're doing is actually damaging to the business because you're not allowing your business to grow because you're trying to control everything. Yeah, and people talk all the time about how like as leaders, like like you are the lid to your business, like you are the lid. And so it's only ever going to be like if, if you're not growing and like a thinking constant, like I wake up every morning, not really, but I'm uh, exploring this question of like, what is my greatest contribution? What is my sweet spot? What am I better at? Like, what am I so good at, passionate about, you know, what am I talented at? What is my sweet spot of my strengths? And can I work within those and then, you know, outsource, delegate, hire, and systemize all those other things that, that we're not, you know? Um, so it's like, what is your sweet spot, Peter? And is your sweet spot, I like, you know, not to say don't go out and uh, set up the gym because I think it's really important for people to also see that like, yeah, the owner of this gym wakes up every morning at 4.30 and he goes and like carts out all of the equipment and puts it all away. I think that there is important, but it's also like, how can we transition to being like, okay, but what is my sweet spot? What's yeah, going to make I, this Yeah, I think grow? it's, for me, it's like, as a leader, it's like setting setting the example, being the, the example, the day, yeah. and then passing on that torch once you've shown what the example is because there's other shit I need to do. Right, and not um, to say that you'll never go back. Like I love the, you know, every business owner plunges toilets and it's not like there's ever a time that you graduate from plunging toilets like you may not it it may not be your only job but you'll still always be available to do the you know to to work in the business but your overall mission is working on and yeah yeah. can totally relate just like oh my energy is the thing that i need to come and give today that's the thing people are going to feed off of by doing that but then how do i scale and pass on those habits to other people or 
like you said, showing up every day and not being there or being there? And how can everything continue to grow in the area and direction we want it to grow? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think for us, like, I don't know if, uh, like, for us, it's leaning on things that we do best. Like, people come to us for stellar programming, awesome community, and results. Great coaching. For great coach. Like, uh, you know, yeah. Like, a supportive community of coaches and people. They value the programming in that, you know, they can just show up without thinking about it and that they trust us to give them a product that's going to, you know, be effective for their goals and all, uh, all that good stuff. You know, so, like, leaning into those things that we are good at. Yeah, I think for me, like almost psychology, uh, psychologically, and I, I, I talked about this to you, Emma, Emma Emily. Um, <laughs> like I, I've, my brain has gone from you know being a coach to being like a custodian of our community's health and fitness. So I see Ooh, myself I like that. Yeah, I <laughs> see myself. I am responsible for everybody's health and fitness because you know I'm the one that's doing the programming and we're the ones that are, are training the coaches etc but it's not it's no longer my job to deliver in person that quest because it's just impossible as we grow as a business so in my head as long as i say to myself well i may not be the one coaching the session but i'm the one who is responsible for the overarching health and fitness of our community and if I if I if I do that well, then I'm 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 doing my job, and I'll be able to grow this business. If I try and do too much on a daily basis in every little bit of the business, then I'm stifling everybody. Mm. I'm suffocating the coaches. I'm pissing off my wife. I'm feeling tired and miserable. Um, so yeah, it's 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 really, you know, I, I think that the lessons that I've learned from from this period has almost allowed me a little bit to 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 step out. And think about like where do I see myself in my own business? Um, how do I see myself growing with this business? And um, like I said, acknowledging and recognizing the excellence that I have within this facility that can do a lot of those jobs for me that I thought I'd always have to do. Um, so yeah, it's it's been educational in in that sense. And I love it because it's like. It has been a testament of how much you end up leaning on your community. Like, you know, like in your search of getting, you know, getting to the next level as a business owner or getting through a pandemic, you know, the answer is always it takes a village. It's always that you need more. It's always that you need people that are, you know, to uh, that are just as excited as you are about this thing, this mission, this like, you know, quest uh, and purpose um, and like leaning on those people to create like a nice safe community that like, you know, we can get all this done. Right. And it's also that thing right now, like I think a lot of people are like, God, I thought I'd want to open a gym one day, but now I'm like, oh my God, it's awful. And I'm oh. like, yeah. <laughs> no, let's be honest. It's not even gyms. I mean, the, the entrepreneurship of small businesses right now, right, like yeah. who wants to open a small business, right, you right. know, especially in California, you hear the stat, like that's, is it 60% that's percent of shut down, 60% like? shut down. Yeah. So, but, but that said, you know, it's kind of, it's not good. Of course it's not good, but I have, we have great people involved in this business. Now, maybe you're not going to go and open your own gym anymore, mm -hmm. but you will have, a, a, a there's a huge potential to grow within this company because we are going to get through it and we're going to continue to grow. And if you can 
you know, kind of almost change your mindset. Like I'm, I'm involved in a great business and I can help it. I can help take it to the next level. Um, I think there's more of a, you know, there's, there's going to be a, a great, a great place and a great space for those people who have those ambitions to like, you know, whether it was like to be a head coach or to own my own facility or run my own facility or that kind of thing. Like we're going to have, I believe that potential within our, within our company as we grow. Um, so it takes the, like all, all the shit that we've been through, it's going to take that stress off people to some degree, because we're going to be the ones creating these facilities and creating these communities, but bringing in great people to help us, mm. to help us run them. Um, and it's just, you know, the appeal, I mean, if, if me and Emily and Catherine, if we were to look at what's going on now and say, we're going to open Ferris Athletic Club, we probably just wouldn't do it. It just, it just wouldn't be appealing at all. But now we've done it. We've survived it to this point. We, we are all committed to growing it. Like it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to flourish in, in 2021 and 2022 and moving forward. Um, so I think it's going to be as an owner, almost like beneficial that people are going to want to like, I think hopefully stay with the companies that involve, they are involved with for a sense of security, as opposed to like maybe branching off on their own and trying to do their own thing. Cause it's, it's, it's a nightmare to start a small business these days. Oh, like yeah. it really is. Yeah. Unless things change drastically again, especially in California, which I can't see happening. Um, you know, it's, Especially your brick and mortar because brick and like, mortar, yeah. Yeah. I'm lucky I made the pivot virtually. It's taken me three years and to struggle and to get it there, but like, yeah, to open up a store, have a oh storefront, God, yeah. it's it's gotta be rough. But I mean, how great and how happy are you guys do you have all that parking lot space now? Yeah, I mean we talked about this as well. Like <laughs> so let me tell you the situation, guys. We we essentially have two big parking lots. We've kept one parking lot as parking. Uh, and we converted one parking lot, our other parking lot, into uh, an outdoor gym, which we've obviously purchased covering for. We take all the equipment out. Now, we've also leased another parking lot on the other side of the building, which we use for the morning workouts. Because our other car park is surrounded by housing, apartment buildings, which we don't want to wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning. The other car park is relatively um, free. It's, it doesn't, it's not surrounded by buildings. So we feel more comfortable with the noise that it operating a gym generates. So we spend the morning on one side of the building and then we cut everything to the other side of the building and we do the, the rest of the day the other side of the building. Now moving forward, it doesn't matter what the city says, it doesn't matter what the country says uh, about COVID or the pandemic, we have to accept the fact that a certain amount of people are gonna be more comfortable working out outside. Now fortunately we're in California, November's coming up, December's coming up, January's coming up, February's coming up. It's going to get cold. There's going to be rain. It's going to be less appealing to be outside. But still but lucky to be in LA. In, Better than the rest of the country. We are actually. in LA and not Chicago. Yeah. So <laughs> luckily it's going to be, you know, it's going to be doable. Um, we have coverings. So if it rains, we're covered. It's going to be a little bit colder, but there are things called jumpers or what do you call them? Sweaters? He Sweat went there. Shirts. He took it. He jumpers. Jumpers. <laughs> cardigans or shoes trainers with <laughs> uh that you can like hoodies whatever um can stay warm with and and you know our workouts are such that you're going to be warm within three months three minutes anyway um so luckily we, we are in california and we, we can continue to operate in that way so logistically of course 
We're going to have to operate outside and inside, which adds to the cost, the running cost of the business because we have to pay more coaches for the hours they coach. But um, in order to survive and flourish in the, in the, in the year ahead, I, I think it's something we're going to have to do. Right. Like outdoor studio, like just like how when quarantine ended and we're like, well, the virtual studio is not going anywhere because no matter what, people are going right. to have a need, whether it's a comfort level, whether they are at risk or whether they're traveling, you know, whether it's the opposite side of the spectrum and they're traveling and they need at home workouts or whatever, you know, virtual studio is not going away. And I think as soon as we accepted that and leaned into it we were a lot happier and you know moving forward being like okay this is a part of our business it lives beyond the four walls same with outside it's like outside outdoor fitness is going to be popular for a long time whether it is because it is safer whether it's just a beautiful day outside or whether you want to get jacked and tan you know yeah. and and, and multitask yeah. your your fitness yeah and, and, for, and for us the question the question isn't you know, should we keep this going? The question is, how do we make it better? So, especially and as this, yeah, yeah, especially as this pertains to the virtual studio, it's like, okay, so we, I mean, we got shut down on March 15th. We started virtual studio March 16th. I was outside literally the next day doing the virtual studio. Now, in those situations, you just do, you just work with what you've got. Right, so, I had my iPhone, it. I had Instagram Live, whatever it was, and I just did stuff. Now, as this thing's gone on, of course, all these companies have like, oh my God, online, online, online. So, you know, the production value of all these virtual studios has gone to the next level. So now we as competitors in that market are going to need to up our game because like, oh, you've raised the bar. Now we're going to have to match it. So now we're going to invest more in, you know, the, the production value of our own virtual studio. Um, we're going to improve, you know, b- both the quality of the, the recording, the production and, and the programs themselves. To, to, to be more competitive in that market um, because, you know, that's just something we're going to have to do. Um, we, we, we have brought people into our community via the virtual studio and now we owe it to them to provide, you know, a better service going forward um, as, as, you know, any smart business would. So, you know, again, this is something, this is a positive to be taken from the COVID thing. It's opening opened up a potential new revenue stream um uh one that's very growable um one that's very young um but one that ultimately can help us you know expand our business across multiple states um, and you know will ease the process of opening in other states with a bigger awareness of who we are and what we do potentially yeah, yeah. i'm rooting for you guys but I, I mean, yeah i, I think it's fun because pete is just so like like in order to get through this, it's like, it's funny to sit here and to even talk about opening up another facility, like, oh, the growth, you know, like we're sitting, but I think it's important to have those conversations to say, this isn't it for us. We, uh, one day we'll be back inside. We, one day we'll have a need for uh, other locations. We one day, you know, I feel like that a lot of times you just kind of like stuff like this comes about and then people stop dreaming and stop like having an overarching view of like, where are we going? And what, like, what well, yeah. does that look and what's, like? What's interesting to me now is, you know, like I keep saying, like virus, there's going to be another virus of some sort, like th- things are going to happen. Um, so when you, when you start to design new facilities, you're going to design them with these things in mind. So it's like, okay, is there potential for an outdoor gym? Yes or no. Is the climate in the state that you're, 
choosing logistically going to be possible to do that? Um, is the space is the space big enough and is it the right kind of shape that it's going to allow for social distancing to some degree? So, you know, you kind of go into it now. The things that we've had to like make shift happen in this gym now uh, become like a standard. Yeah, you're going like to go got into these, these the, Like the UV floor units, you're like, oh, these are awesome and we should have had these from the very beginning yeah. and like, you know. All stuff like that. <laughs> UV, UV, I mean, yeah, the, the UV floor cleaners, even like UV lights, um, better air conditioning, yeah, the HIPAA filters. Um, HIPAA filters, like all these things. It's like improvements that we've made to the club because of COVID will be probably now just the standard, yeah. In the in the new gyms that we build, um, so yeah, it's it, it, you. You're you're now you're now going to go into these projects with a better sense of what you truly want your gym to be like, uh, and it being it, it allowing you the possibility to pivot when you need to pivot. Um, so yeah, I think that's another kind of interesting development slash um, learning curve uh, that this this whole thing's kind of presented. Which you know, you know, I'm excited about doing that. I'm excited to go into a facility and look at the space and think, okay, yeah, you can do this, you can do that, you can do this, you can't do this, but you could do that. It just opens up new challenges that you can kind of be excited about overcoming. Um, Absolutely. So. I guess going into 2021, Emily, what would be your what would be your dream for 2021? What would make you happy if it happened in 2021? Hmm. What would make me happy? Here's what I want for 2021. I want, and I'm going back to what I said before, I want this gym to be the undisputed best gym in Los Angeles. And I want people to think, when they think of Ferris Athletic Club, they're like, oh, yeah, it's the best gym in Los Angeles. And that's just a given. Um, and then from there, I want to be like on the way to the next facility. But I want to establish that reputation before that happens. Right. I, I like want to lead people. I know that that maybe doesn't sound well. Like I want to become a better leader in 2021. Like I want to um like I want to create the systems and processes processes in place for this uh business to run. I want to create the uh, uh you know, coaches development and onboarding of uh you know, coaches. I want to work on building confidence and building leaders in this space that, uh, you know, like really work to change people's lives. Like I want to, like, if I can't be the one working with you, I want to, you know, work with my team to make sure that uh, like our impact is like scalable, you know? You, you know what happens if all those things come true? What happens? You have the best gym in Los Angeles. Oh, so back to your goal. <laughs> I see, I see. Yeah, because it's all part of the same thing, right? I mean, you can physically design the best space. I can, I can buy the best equipment. I can buy the most up-to-date, finagled, genius equipment in the world. Uh, but that doesn't mean to say that when you come in, you have a great fitness experience. And that's what, that's what we always talk about, right? Having a great fitness experience. So, you know, we, we have this thing. This um, It's called Fed Frederick, and it's like a review thing. And then we ask people to, like, rate us and give their opinions and all that kind of thing. And, like... Nine out of 10, it's a good one. Like, and everyone's super nice. And was like, oh my God, I had an amazing experience. Every time we get one negative one, it 
fucking sinks our hearts and we want to fucking cry because we care we care about this business and when everyone says anything negative about it you know it affects us in an emotional way because it's very personal to us um but the, the purpose is a great fitness experience and that means from the moment you walk in to the moment you leave everything about it was a great experience. Right. I think I am like my, for when you first said the goal to have a great, the best gym in Los Angeles, it seems kind of like a, like a selfish goal. Like, oh, it's for our ego. Like I want the best gym so I can say that I own the best gym. But if, what you're really saying is that like you want to create an undisputed fitness experience that people, Correct. that it, right. So it's not, and then that's beyond LA. So it doesn't matter whether it's in the virtual studio space, whether it's outside, whether it's inside. It's like our goal is to create create a fitness experience that keeps people coming back. Like, you know, we want to give you a space that you want to come to and a community that you are inspired by and supported by. And, um, you know. The undisputed heavyweight best fitness, fitness experience, experience in, the, in world. the world. That's the goal. 2021 goal. <laughs> <laughs> you got real serious right there. Bro. Just listening to this, like, yeah, we're doing it. Clarity, doing it. vision. Yeah, very clear vision. <laughs> But that's the thing for me. It's like, if you don't want to be the best at what you do, what are you doing? Like, no one should go into a business thinking, my goal is to be an average gym in Los Angeles. <laughs> Nobody does that. Clearly, I think people feel and read the authenticity of people who are passionate about the things they choose as a career and that's what they want to do. And, you know, that's what make you guys. Right. It stands out. Right. People look at that, they see that and they understand, okay, this is why this place is unique. Well, and also well, any, you know, any business actually. Yeah. And also I guess it comes back to this, this concept we always talk about of, of multiplicity. So, you know, there are a lot of gyms that specialize in things that are great at what they do. Um, whether it's a specific bodybuilding gym, a spe specific CrossFit gym, a specific indoor cycling gym, you know, they can do it and they can be very good at what they do. Um, what doesn't really exist to any large degree is what we do, which is having a gym that offers multiplicity to a really high level at a really high standard. So you can go to a, you know, my, my biggest hatred is classes that are just a bunch of stuff. So you can go to a ton of gyms and take a ton of classes that are just literally a bunch of stuff in a room and you're going to go in and you're going to sweat and you're going to just do a bunch of stuff. You'll walk out. You won't have learned a damn thing. You won't have a fucking clue what you just did. But you sweated. So you're like, that was a great workout. Like, ah. <laughs> so for us as a company and what, what we are trying to offer that, that, that is unique is offering multiplicity at a very, very high standard. So that means whether you're doing a boxing class, whether you're doing a functional fitness star class, whether you're doing a, a strength training type class, it not only it not only delivers on what it says it delivers it does it to a really high standard and you know as we grow as a brand i want that to be unquestionable across the brand so whether you're going into a gym in los angeles or whether you're going into a gym in austin or montana my ranch in montana wherever it is <laughs> whatever wherever it is it's going to be like you know you know you're going to get a great service you know you're going to get a great product and it's not something you're going to question. It's just something that you're going to expect. And that's that's what I want. It shouldn't be like a well, the one in LA is good, but the one over here is kind of kind of kind yeah. of stupid. Right. Um, so and that that all comes from what Emily's talking about. That all comes from building up great people 
um, building up great coaches, building up great, um, uh, great, great stuff, great front office stuff. And also it's, and we've done this to a, a good degree now, is like giving people the career that they want and not the career that we put upon them. And what we mean by that is often we have people that come to work for us and they, they start working in one area of the business. And then after a while, it becomes apparent that they're not really passionate about certain things about the business, but they're passionate about other things. So it's like, what are you really, really passionate about? And how can we help you get better at it? And if we can do that and put you in the, in, in the business, doing the thing that you love, doing it really well, it's going to be more beneficial to us as a business than you doing a bunch of jobs you hate badly. <laughs> so it's helping people grow in the direction they want to grow as opposed to saying, nope, this is your job, do that. Because it just ends to res- uh, it just ends with resentment. It ends with jobs done badly. Uh, and there are probably other people who will do that job better. We have people that like being behind the scenes on a computer doing it like Laura, right? Absolutely. Laura Frankel, like Laura Hood, sorry, these days, Laura Hood. Um, <laughs> uh, operations manager she 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 doesn't want to be uh, upfront and personal she wants to be behind the scenes doing spreadsheets doing shit that i have no fucking clue how to do i have no interest in learning how to do it i just want someone to take care of it that's laura um, and then i have other people that are going to be better in front of people and they're more like person to person type people they're going to flourish in that in that world so you know it's really really finding what ignites a person's passion and then helping them down that road because it's going to only benefit our business to have excellent people in positions they love. Completely. So we talked about in other shows, just, hey, someone comes to you with something. Well, what do you actually want? What do right. you actually need? And then we'll put you in that position in place. Right. To do and what you may best. do some things that you don't enjoy. Like we started this with like plunging toilets, right? Like right. there's a part of every job <laughs> that may be just like a tick the box. You have to do it. But are yeah. you like, is your why, is your purpose? Are you working on something ultimately that you're passionate about? Even if sometimes you have some administrative or random, random tasks that are also involved in the job. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not talking about entitlement. I'm not talking about people walking in and saying, well, I expect this and I expect that because that's another thing I fucking hate about 20, <laughs> 2020 and everything in this, this generation. But what I am talking about is people coming in, people working hard, people showing us that they're here for for to work as hard as they can but also revealing you know an underlying passion about the stuff they're really good at right and, and can are, we lean into that and yeah. can we lean into that yeah. and can we improve that and can we can we help bring that out of them and because like i said it's only gonna like help us grow as as a business um but yeah it's it's not about people coming in and says well i want to do this and i want to do that and i don't do that and i expect to get paid this it's like right <laughs> right not going to happen. Um, so yeah, it's, it's 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 finding the right people for the right positions and really helping them grow with us and for them, uh, and look, taking the long term view of the, the kind of the kind of business we want to have and the, the kind of people that we ha- want to have involved in it. So Emily, let me ask you another question. Oh. Okay. So we talked about twenty twenty one. What about, what's your, what's your five year, what would be your five year? I was not prepared that this episode was going to be about this, Peter. (laughs) It was update the people on what we're doing and. I have to throw a curveball. 
What do you want your overall vision to be, Peter? So I'd like to build everything we just talked about and maybe three gyms in five years, that kind of thing. Three gyms in five years. Any specific All at the standard that I talked about with the principles that I've talked about with the kind of like the sensation of I feel good about the business that we have, the service that we offer and the people that are involved in it. And that's actually more important to me than if I just had two gyms that had those things, I'd be happy. Right. Because, I mean, we talked about that. We talk about this a lot when it comes to like goal setting isn't necessarily ra- around a like an end result. Right. Goal setting is built around like creating a value system or like you said, something that you can be proud of. So right. it's like, what does that look like? What, it, what does the success look like? What yeah. does a win look like? And yeah, my, my, my you- happiness and my success will be dictated by the kind of business that we have and the kind of people we have involved in it and not how much money it makes. Absolutely. If I have a, a business that makes a ton of money, but I hate it and I hate the people involved in it, I'm going to be fucking miserable. Preach. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so maybe that's maybe that's one gym maybe that's two gyms maybe that's three gyms but whatever it is that's the kind of situation I need to create we need to build and that's the kind of place I want to be in in five years to look at the business I have and be proud of it thrilled with the people that we have thrilled with the direction it's going and of course people say I'm an idealist and these things never happen but I believe that's doable if we grow it the right way all right, guys. Well, I think that about wraps up. So if you are one of our members, and uh, thank you so much for staying with us. We really appreciate it. If you're interested in the club, uh, come down and see us or email us, info at ferrisathleticclub.com. You can find us on Instagram at Ferris Echo Park. And uh, yeah, you guys are all always welcome. Uh, 1316 Glendale Boulevard uh, in Echo Park. Um, stay safe out there um, we're going to have a lot more podcasts coming out in the next few weeks and months so please listen up please feel free to share this episode like this episode comment on this episode all that good stuff we're super grateful for you listening in and we will catch you soon thanks Brandon oh, thank you guys thanks, cheers Brandon.